Welcome to Flippin' and Mashing, a podcast about games that have flippers and a silver ball and bounce around. What's that called? Pinball! (laughs) Pinball, arcade, video games, movies, and whatever else is in our game rooms. I am Parnell, and as always, is with me... (laughs) Ryan! Who's with me? Uh, man. The the only other person dumb enough to follow me around. (laughs) Right. Yeah, the only person stupid enough to do a podcast with you. Yep. Yep. Hey, what are you drinking tonight? I am having a glass of water, and in the super off chance, Scott Denise is listening because of his famous question, this is fridge filtered water uh not like a brita filtered water just Mm. that he knows it's still chilled though which is refreshing yeah i like my water out of the fridge i do too um i have a laguanitas hop water (gasps) oh my favorite um and here's my dog what up buddy uh he's gonna lay under ghostbusters hey I have some news for you. Oh? Well, wait, what are you drinking? We're skipping ahead. You're doing it this time. I just told you I have a Lagunitas. Oh, yeah. Wow. Wow. Your memory is as good as my Alzheimer's memory. (laughs) All right, Zach, cut that out. Nope. No, don't. (laughs) Nope. Cut that. We need to prove that Ryan doesn't listen. (laughs) No, I I listen just fine. I'm just dumb. You hear, but you don't listen. Like, listen to all my problems, Ryan. You just no. hear them. Nope. <laughs> it doesn't happen. <laughs> uh, so what's your big news, buddy? After uh, Kiss and Joker Poker have just beat me into the ground, I think skill roll, I've decided to just sell my collection and get out of pinball. Oh, really? Pinball is too much for me. I can't Well, I'll come it. get your skill roll. And I'll way under offer for it so I can flip it and um, buy the next P3 game. Well, obviously, <laughs> uh, you know, I'll probably come get your Tron, too. I know how much you paid for it and I'll, I'll pay you more than you paid for it, but not much. So, you know, and then wow. we'll be good. Thanks. Then you can sell the rest of them. No problem, Thanks. buddy. Thanks. Pre Corona Ryan <laughs> prices. No problem. No, I. I took the plunge. I bought a new game. I bought uh, Mandalorian by Stern Pinball. Did you? Did you? No. I don't fucking believe you. I'm not getting a Stern. I have given Multimorphic my hard-earned money for uh, the deposit on the P3. Holy moly. That's amazing news. Thank God. It only took like so goddamn long to. uh, I'm so happy for you. Seriously. Yeah, man. I I was so excited when I gave Jerry my money. Uh, we kind of chit-chatted a little bit, and it was just like the hype train just came all rolling back. And uh, I talked to you about it, and then I talked to Nick Baldridge, and it's just like, uh, I'm so excited. This is the first public announcement of it, though. Uh, what Jerry doesn't know is I now need to come up with you know the rest of the money. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, Jerry, if you're listening now, run, buddy. Don't <laughs> yeah. don't give him the game. Just run. <laughs> All I can afford is uh, maybe like the set of flippers at the bottom of the game. I'm gonna hit person. You're so full of shit. 
You have like 95% of it. You're, uh, you're talking about like 3%. I, I spent that money on uh, more Bally Kiss and Joker Poker parts. <laughs> yeah, I know you did because that's the other, I guess, news too, right? Oh, I don't. Yeah, it is news. Um, I have decided to purchase Joker Poker for myself. And yep. it will be going to my parents' house as my parents' house game. Mm-hmm. Um, the I was going to bring Tron down, and the problem was in my head. Excuse me. The place where they're gonna put, or I'm gonna put the game, is not in direct sunlight per se, but the sun will probably hit it. Right. And that's a I problem. Ha- yep. Yeah, yes, it is. And I have pinball covers because I had them at my when I had the games up at my office. Mm-hmm. My thought, though, was if the game is covered, no one will just play it. Like, no one will walk by the game and just turn it on and play. Right. And it's a total pain in the ass to cover them and uncover yes. them. And... I, the ones I have for my Sterns are not easy to put on and off. So they're, it's even more of a pain in the butt. And the Joker Poker, while it's a... The game in itself is a very worth value. Like, the value of the game is pretty high for that brand and era uh i get you know it's one of the most wanted system ones um it's not it's like a player's condition game so like i'm not worried if the sun touches the cabinet i'm worried excuse me and the play field has some wear the cabinet has wear it has that looks like i don't know was it like cigar smoke kind of yellowing it has that i'm like 45 years old yellowing yeah yeah that too uh but I've already done a bunch of work on it, and I've ordered a bunch of parts from the pinball resource. And in true Parnell fashion, it will it will have everything new. Uh, not everything, but like new plastics, new drops, new pop bumpers. I got purple Titans for the rubbers with red red for the flippers, but purple everywhere else because on the plastics, it's purple. And I got coin ticker LEDs. I think it's going to look really good. Yeah, your parents are absolutely going to love it over at their house. (laughs) Uh, I think they will. I think, honestly, they will because it has the chimes, but it's also a solid state, which is a really nice mix. And I've been playtesting it a little bit. And the chimes, oh, they sound so good. They're, They're very classic, right? So my parents will enjoy it and then if anybody hears it if they have friends over or uh, my sister and stuff any other family friends they're gonna know exactly what it is when they hear it right no i mean i'm i'm super happy that we're able to get that joker poker and uh, uh you know eventually you'll you'll pay me my money and that will go towards that that will go to jerry as well Jerry's just so excited. He's listening to this. All of us talk about how we're going to keep sending him all this money. And he's like, yes. Yeah. What other idiots continue to send me money? (laughs) What other podcast has made Jerry money like this? Look at that. That's thousands of dollars already. Absolutely. In less than 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, Jerry. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, well, we really do love what Jerry has to offer and, and, and his company and the support and everyone on his on the team over there at 
at P3 and uh, Multimorphics machines. So I'm uh, I'm very happy for you, Parnell. Seriously, it's super duper exciting, and uh, I'm ha- I'm happy you're gonna keep Joker Poker, and it's gonna get a new life over at your parents' house after you yeah. go through and fix all of the broken that is Joker Poker. <sighs> yeah, it's not what a. I did the three fuses for the small transformer. Uh, I was talking to Nick earlier tonight about the chime unit. I rebuilt the sleeves. Like I put new sleeves in and made sure one of them was locked up. Like uh, the coil must have uh, shrunken the sleeve a little bit. And uh, all the plungers look good, but one of them isn't like firing up. And sure enough, Nick was like, check the padding underneath in there. The, it's almost like beer seal for your lockdown bar. It goes underneath. Mm-hmm. so that the plungers can fall into something soft and that has just obviously after how old is this 30 40 years old it's that, old that foam is kind of like where the plunger is is just smashed so i'll i'll put new foam in there and hopefully then currently the third chime hits like 50 50 so and then it'll always ding and i will be basked in the glory of chime dinging mm-hmm you're going to put a, a an active coil cooler on them so you know when you're scoring big points, <laughs> coils aren't heating up? Uh, No. I, I have those it's a missed 3D- opportunity. <laughs> I have the 3D printed ones on Lord of the Rings, but they don't fit that game. Like the fan is like, it's too close to the fan. Or the, the fan is not, uh, how do I got to word this? The mount fits but then when you put the fan in it is too close to the coil so you can't get it in Mm. so i need to either edit the stl file and raise it up for stern sam games wherever that that is white star or something and then reprint it or something but yeah it's too close it's like the mount isn't tall enough so that the fan can fit and just be half an inch from the coil yeah no well, I'd like to get some one day to mess around with, but I don't really have any games that I notice Flipper Fade on. But I don't know. Lord of the Rings definitely had some. Like, if I well, got into like a 20 or 30 minute game, those coils were uh, <clears throat> not as happy and snappy as they were when it was when they were cold. That's for sure. What about your... Rick and Morty. I don't remember what game had that problem. Oh, yeah. No, Rick and Morty doesn't have a... It has flipper gate issues, but I don't think that it's inherently the the coils themselves heating up. I think it comes down to, well, really a lot of issues. Um, And it kind of comes down to... I think Spooky used a thinner play field for Rick and Morty. Like the wood is physically thinner and um, they didn't use a thinner flipper. Oh shit. What's the term? Um, On the bottom side of the play field, there's a flipper spacer. Is that what they call it? That the that pokes through the bottom from underneath the playfield to the top. Oh, it's a bushing. The bushing. Okay, so that bushing they didn't swap it out with a smaller one, 
So like the flippers are up higher. My machine, the Endostroke switches were like not adjusted correctly at all when I got it from Spooky. Um, the springs that they have in Rick and Morty are like double springs. So they're like really hard for the return. So there's just like a lot of things that I don't know. I don't know what they were doing, but they just made the flippers have to work like a lot harder uh, to work in their stock format. So a lot of people's easy solution is crank the coils power up. Well, then they generate more heat. And then that's why so many people have been having to do the like active cooling on the flippers. But I haven't had that issue. And I've played Rick and Morty for probably close to an hour. And I really haven't noticed any flipper fade, but I left all my settings at default. I uh, adjusted the flippers to essentially what I'd found on the Rick and Morty like owner's thing. I shaved down the flipper bushings. Um, I, I did a little lot of tweaks to it and my flippers feel great. I don't, I don't have any issues, but uh, there's definitely a lot of people that are struggling with it. That's for sure. Are you going to um, do the power supply fan mod? No, because the sterns are still louder. Oh. When they're on. Oh, so your yeah, your game room's loud no matter what. Well, and normally, I mean, I don't know. Very rarely do I find myself down in my basement with with a machine or many machines on and they aren't getting played. When you're playing a game, man, it doesn't matter how loud the fan is. Because uh, if you're in my basement, you're going to be listening to the music and the call outs and everything else. You, you aren't going to be able to hear the little fan going the whole time so see like i'll sit in my basement with my games on and then my why it's <laughs> fun like because i walk by like, do you just like hearing ghostbusters <laughs> that's what i was gonna say i was like uh i'll be sitting here like with my games on working or just down here and, and then ghostbusters kicks on it's like holy guacamole it's like a mini fucking leaf blower in there yeah um no other game does that but when you're playing, it's not. Yeah, it's definitely not as noticeable because the the music and stuff is. You you'll hear it, but it's not pronounced. Right, right. But uh, yeah, no, I'm super happy with my Rick and Morty. Scott Denisi did another great job, buddy. Another one for the books. All right, I'm ordering this pinball life order with your parts. Yay. Oh my god. Buying stuff live. How exciting. This is like the pinnacle. The only thing that would have been cooler is you buying your P3 live on our podcast. You really missed an opportunity, but I'll probably like I don't know. I'm gonna have to sell a testicle, but you know, maybe after Jerry announces the next game, uh we'll have him on and I'll I'll buy it from him on the podcast live so I can just like one up you instead yeah, like give a me your bank account info. punk ass <laughs> <laughs> pinball life purchase i'm gonna be like give me the next uh playfield module please thanks <laughs> mm. yeah what oh you know what i do want to talk about well i was gonna go through my game room updates <sighs> do you actually have updates of course Okay. Okay. Thank you. Wait. So the only update you have is Joker Poker left your garage. 
Okay, Joker Poker left my garage. Yes, uh, I I have uh, essentially sold it to Parnell, so that's one of my game room updates. Uh, another one of my game room updates is I do have some mods coming in for uh, Rick and Morty, and I got a few mods in for Metallica. Wait, wait, wait! You already got some for Rick and Morty, so let's. I did. Why don't you break down each game? Because that's that's cool. That's always exciting. Yeah, so my my 3D snake mod order finally showed up from Pin Graphics. Uh, I ordered it. It felt like three or four months ago. I mean, I just randomly got an email one day from them and they're like, hey, we've got super limited time stock. Uh, We're doing another run of the 3D snake mod. And I was like, sign me up. And uh, that came in and you got to take the decal from that set. And that's why you're buying me those uh, plastics. Thank you. <laughs> um, is that what that is that what the trade is? Sure. I don't know if I need to pay you back. I can. But um, so I got that. And then I did order uh, Rick and Morty portal protector. And I today ordered the updated launcher for Rick and Morty. Um, so those that own Rick and Morty know that the launcher ball trail habit trail that actually takes the ball and scoops it up from the shooter area and then drops it down onto the play field. It bends really easily. Um, and it's something you kind of constantly have to adjust, uh, due to design and materials. So pinball life came up with an updated one. That's the same color, uh, if you want, or it can be black. Um, so either purple or black, and it is a like reinforced one that will never, uh, unadjust from what it should do. So I did buy that today. And, uh, I also have the other order, I think coming in maybe this week with like the ramp stiffeners and the mega seed tree mod, which I ordered forever and ever ago. So. I have some mods coming into the basement. I'm not doing anything with Rick and Morty besides the whirly Durly mod that I installed now until I have all the parts for it. So I have to wait a little bit because I'd really like to take it apart, you know, as infrequently as I can. Uh, but those, those are my updates. See, I had stuff to talk about Dick. Oh, dang it. I was <laughs> muted. I was trying to be Even considerate. Better. Uh, so you don't like on Monday, like your first mod comes and you rip your game apart, put it back together and play it. And then Tuesday, another one. No, <laughs> no, no, no. If it's like weeks apart, sometimes I'll break and I'll be like, fine. Uh, but if it's just a couple weeks, I'll wait. Because if the game's playing and shooting, you know, and doing everything it's supposed to, it's like, eh, I'll get to it when everything gets here kind of deal. That's... Now, if it's broken or something, sure. Right. So, like, when I ordered, when, when I bought Metallica, you'll remember, it famously, very badly needed to be shopped out. Mm, and I bought yeah. a whole bunch of mods. And the shop kit got here in, like, two days. You know, new super bands and everything else to, like, shop the game up. But then the mods kind of, like, trickled in. And for that game, yeah, I was like, all right, I'm just going to do what I have here now. And I'll just kind of do the rest of it as it comes. But I haven't taken Rick and Morty apart. It looks like it could be as easy as Metallica to take apart or maybe easier. But at the same time, 
I'm not sure. So I haven't done that yet. But when I take Rick and Morty apart, I'm also going to be like adjusting all the ball guides and presumably drilling new holes and ruining my game uh, to make the shots flow better. Oh, is that that? Open them up a little bit more. That one you showed me where the ball lane guide gets moved and re-drilled like a new hole? Yeah. So listeners, for those that are listening, um, I'm not entirely sure what happened. I'm not placing blame anybody, but somewhere along the way from design to coming out, uh, the Rick and Morty game, uh, there's most of everyone is having issues where the ball guides themselves on the play field are not really in the areas that it looks like they were designed for. Instead, they kind of just threw them where it looked like it worked. Um, and that's, that's essentially closed off some of the shots, making them harder. So I'm going to go back and adjust them. And as I said before, I'm going to ruin my game, uh, but I'm also going to make it shoot how Scott Denisi presumably meant for it to shoot on the white wood. So yeah, those are my game room updates. Uh, what's, was it just the 3d thing for Metallica or is there something else? Uh, I still need to get around to replacing the, uh, cross that was broken when i got it is that do you have it now yeah oh cool yeah but i also need to fix slimer still too so kind of dragging my ass on working on my games remember when you gave me crap for yeah uh, uh, my games all work and they're clean so you can't completely give me shit because you're tron if you look at the play field a while back you couldn't even tell it was a tron it just looked like a black hole. <laughs> it's better that you don't know where you're shooting when mm. you play Tron. You mm. just have to you have to sense the music, and that's how you know where to shoot. Wow, so it's like a Star Wars game. Feel <laughs> the shots, Parnell. Feel them. Uh, no, because you can actually make these shots. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So what did what did you want to talk about, buddy? Uh. Jerry's a troll without even trying. I know. So last episode, me and Ryan took the pictures of some CNC wood playfields from Jerry's news update, and we deep dive on what we thought they were like and uh, were set up for. And a listener slash uh, like P3 buddy of ours named Gamma Goat <laughs> made a comment the next day saying. Hey, cool. I know what playfield that is. It's heist. <laughs> like, I know what game you guys are talking about. It's heist. And uh, I looked and he was right. It totally is heist. So he took a picture of just making heist playfields. So what we're saying is, is we still have absolutely no idea what the next <laughs> yeah. playfield is. And oh, I, I secretly hope Jerry did that on purpose. I hope so. Because... I don't think that many people know what heists playfield looks like bare. Oh, I did nothing on it. Not populated at all. Uh, just the rough cuts cutouts in the, in the wood because it almost doesn't look like the same game, but we did call it. And Jerry, uh, to our defense did congratulate us at how good of a job we did calling out like everything in the game. 
without knowing what we were talking about, like the magnet, the, 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 where the pot bumper was like the ramps, like we called all of that stuff by looking at it without really knowing what we were looking at. So good on us. Kind of. Yeah, that was funny. I mean, we spent a lot of time on it and then all of a sudden it was like, (laughs) just get slapped in the face. But uh, I think that means that's an old picture or they're selling a lot of heist playfields. Either way, that's good news. Well, I mean, not to bump somebody else's podcast in here, but I mean, me and you had spoke earlier today and you had mentioned that Zach Maney even said that with all the playfield issues that are going on with the Jersey Jack uh, Guns and Roses right now and the just perpetual issues with Stern, uh, that multimorphics kind of popping off right now. And there's a lot more people starting to consider it, especially since we have this new title that, uh, you know, we don't have any information on besides Scott doing is doing the music, Scott Denisi, and, uh, it's a licensed theme, which already has me and Parnell like pumped enough to where, uh, I already have my hand on my wallet. Like I don't even have all the money ready, but I'm ready to buy right now. Like, <laughs> so um i'm super excited for that yeah zach and dennis creasel had a episode drop the other day and his trending up section was multimorphic p3 uh so that's awesome and uh everybody i think is in agreement that if this license is an attractive license it's gonna sell like crazy the market is hot and ready it's waiting for someone to create juicy fruits that can be plucked from their tree. Well, yeah. I mean, especially since, you know, it seems, I think even Jerry admitted licensed themes sell tend to sell better. And one of Jerry's uh, competitors, I think you could technically consider them that uh, the next two games that they're going to be announcing are not licensed. Uh, and Stern, with their whole weird issue that we can talk about for a few minutes, I think is further helping Jerry right now. Like this is like prime time. This is like perfect timing for Jerry to swoop in and uh, really give uh, some of the other manufacturers, I think, a one-two punch and give them a run for their money with a with his own license theme. Would you like to talk about the Mando stuff? Uh, yeah, that's cool. Right. Yeah. I've been speaking with my route partner, bar guy, and we had talked about uh, now that the bars are opening, um, his patrons are coming back and his, I guess the bar in Duluth, uh, the Rex is a little bit more active on a younger crowd or maybe just busier. And that's where most of the pinballs were. So there's more pinball people ish over there. And so right now there's the Munsters, Jurassic Park, and Batman at that bar. And uh, I said, hey, maybe maybe we should uh, get rid of a game and get the new Stern. And he he saw the release of The Mandalorian, and he was kind of excited. He knows that that's a hot t- title. And I was like, well, we can sell Munsters. And he kind of was, you know, think, like kind of cool with that. And then uh, I got a call this morning on my way to get my haircut and he just bought one he's gonna add it to his collection hell yeah brother 
Yeah, and my plan is to move Munsters to his other bar, which has a demographic that's more of the... I, I don't want to say Munsters that. age group? Yes, the people who know the, the Munsters. The target demographic. The target demographic is that bar in Superior, Average Joe's. And so I will be moving them up with cleaning it up, moving the Munsters there, and we'll just let them roll and make money. He knows that Mando will make money immediately. I mean, that game will make no numbers. Okay, no numbers, but it'll a lot. It's gonna earn good. <laughs> the first, if everything pops off like Monsters did, it'll make more money than Jurassic Park, no problem. And I mean, within three months, you're getting close to like a large chunk taken off your cost. So, yeah. Well, and the other thing I guess I wanted to talk about with Mando. Uh, that was kind of in in tandem with the earlier subject that we just left was uh, the Mandalorian for the next, what did you say? Three months, two months, three months. Maybe they haven't given us a firm date. Uh, Anybody who buys us a Mandalorian pro, if you're not a operator, you don't get one. That is what I heard from Zach. Uh, He had mentioned the first, batch will be yep only operators and in theory if that's true if anybody gets one for their house it's against distribution rules so we will see what happens then they're taking like a month off i'm assuming they're building everything else probably those that's all i want to talk about stupid deadpool toppers Mm, so they'll be making topper news let's pick the least wanted topper and remake that one. Okay, sweet. Sounds like a good idea. It's probably the cheapest to make, too. Uh, at any rate, so they're taking like a month off, and then they're going back to it, and they're actually going to sprinkle in premiums sooner than usual. So they will be busy, and it's only June, so they still have a pinball release before the end of the year. So we should see another game from Stern at the end of the year. Maybe another topper. Well, they got the topper for Mando, right? Or they're gonna. They're supposed to. Maybe. Yeah. They'd be dumb not to have a topper. They've announced a shooter, art blades, armor blades, or armor. I'm assuming they're gonna have a topper. Because that's just printed money there. I wonder if it's gonna be like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And it's gonna literally have the, like, logo of the Mandalorian at the top of the topper. So when you look at it, you can see at the top of the translate, the logo of the Mandalorian. And then when you look at the bottom of the topper, it will also have the logo of the Mandalorian. So just in case you didn't see the first time you looked at it, you know what game you're playing. (laughs) Uh, Like it's so bad. It's like two inches away. There's like a two inch gap. Of, of air from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles logo on the translate to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles logo. Identical. They did they, 100% match between the two on the topper. Well, that's because you might put your turtle's topper uh, on your mantle or something. Sure. Yeah. I'm going to put my $1,000 MSRP topper on my mantle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's where you should put it. Yeah, absolutely. I 
I think we talked about this before. I really enjoy The Mandalorian. I'm not excited enough to buy the game for myself, but I am super excited to have this on route. Um, as a route game as well, um, I have a handful of... I think like maybe we could even do a little mini episode about it, but like, what do you do when a new game shows up? Because there's going to be a couple things I'm going to do to this new game that I didn't do to the Monsters in Jurassic Park. Well, first you push all the little kids out of the way, and you and you and you're like, "Get the hell out of here!" And then you hog the machine from them. That's what I normally do. And I put the free plays on, so I play for free. Well, obviously, yeah. I mean, if it's at a location where you can do that, I better get a copy of these keys, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) I better get a copy of the keys to the bar so I can go in and play (laughs) during the day. (laughs) If you do that, I'll have to come up there, and me and you can go play Mandalorian, and I can kick your ass in that too. Oh, he might trust me. I don't know. I'll pay for it either way. I don't care. Oh, I don't, yeah. It's it obviously the standard is a buck a play. And uh, uh, what? Okay, I take it back. I'm not paying fifty cents, man. <laughs> what this is 19.95? Get out of here. What? No, you know what? If it works at Tilt, it should work up there. I'm just saying. Tilt is a pinball bar. This is not a pinball bar. Right, but if this is a premium, I could see the extra money. But it's a pro. Uh, I'm a it, pinball snob. All right, you're ridiculous. <laughs> the game ships at a dollar a play. Yeah, well, I'm gonna ship you at fifty cents a play. Uh, maybe you could just put a dollar in, be good at pinball, and get your free games that way. Mm, something you have absolutely no experience in, I'm sure. Correct, because all my replays <laughs> from home are just free plays. Yeah, and your replays at home, see the, the machine sees how high you're scoring and it lowers the replay, so it makes you feel good. So if the location doesn't have good players there, it's like, oh, well, let's bump the replay down so they can feel good about themselves. <laughs> yeah, I have inverted my replay numbers so that they go lower so I can feel like I'm more of a pinball mm. pro. Is that why when I was over there last time, I like launched the ball and immediately Medieval Madness was like, replay! <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even like get the ball to the flipper, and it was yelling at me that I had yeah, to. Yeah, no, you just have to leave the shooter lane. Right. I like it. I like it. Everybody's a winner. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody a gets winner. a trophy. Yep. Um. Yes, yeah, so that'll be fun. I'll. I. Wow, I got like six different directions going on in my head. Uh. I don't know on what run he's going to be on. It might be August. So, oh, well, it's going to be old news by then. I mean, I'm and presumably going to have my P3 module by then, maybe. And uh, you bring it up here. Holy shit. I might be married by then. Well, what if it comes on on your wedding day? Like, what am I going to do? Set up Mandalorian or come to your wedding? Uh, don't make me decide, dude. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm telling <laughs> you right now, Chelsea's literally going to come up there and like, She'd murder you. I think you know that because you're you're one of my groomsmen. Like Jesus Christ, obviously you know the answer to this. You're coming down to my wedding, so you, yeah, no, you're coming to the wedding. I mean, I'm just just Parnell. Look, Parnell. Here's the thing. All right, if you come to my wedding, guess what? Guess what location's gonna get Amando? Like one of the <gasps> fucking first ones out of the factory. And guess which one's going to get one of the first premiums or LEs out of the factory? Tilt. 
Dang it, I forgot about that. They're gonna There's going to be a Mando down there. I guarantee it by the time you come down. It'll either be a Pro or a Premium LE. Like, guaranteed. There we go. Then yep, I can get my, my plays in. Yep. Um, is it going to be free play for your wedding? Uh, yes, I'll be paying for free play for the first five hours. Good. I'm gonna... Then you got to pay 50 cents. You know, 1995 pricing here. <laughs> So says you. I'm only bringing one pair of quarters. That's so, fine. Uh, you bring a roll of quarters with it. You'll be able to play for a long time. Trust I be- me. I better start getting good. Well, that's not going to happen. Do you think I could potentially like put a quarter on a string or a thin wire and like plunk it down and pop it back up? Or the- are there coin mechs smarter than me? I bet their coin mechs are smarter than you. Hmm. I kind of want to try it. Like ultra fine piano wire, like really trigger it, trigger it down. I guarantee you that's not going to work. I've seen it in cartoons. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and where are we going to be in August as well? Besides mm. my wedding, August is a popping off month. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to, my house better be fixed by, by August. I hope so. For your house's sake, because we're also going to be at 2D Con. So I have never heard of this. I've never been to it. I have no idea what it is. Ryan has explained a little bit to me. Um, and if you want to talk about it, let's, uh, let's talk about it. Yeah. So 2D Con um, is a retro gaming arcade pinball, kind of all inclusive, just anything, I, I guess, gaming related, right? Uh, sort of like us. Uh, so I think it's probably my favorite convention to go to. Uh, once MGC moved from, was it the Sheridan to the new crazy big locate? I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Um, it lost a lot of the, the, the fun factor and the convention stopped being 24 hours, whereas 2D con is 24 hours. So, I mean, if me and you are, uh, inebriated at two o'clock in the morning, we can go and like play pinball or arcade games all night long, or go watch speed runs happening all night long. Um, so yeah, I've been there a few times. I've uh, volunteered most every year I've been actually, so this will be the fourth year I've been there and volunteered. Has so it, has it gone on longer fun. than four years? Yeah, I think they've done five or six years there's one or two 2d cons i wasn't able to attend for various reasons uh but i've made most of them uh but the the group that runs it um are absolutely amazing people and uh, i know most of them on a first name basis and we're this year hoping to have at least 20 or 25 pinball machines there's gonna be a pinball tournament and a bunch of prizes to give away in the pinball tournament so i'm super stoked like i am chomping at the bit for that and me and you're gonna be there which is gonna be awesome yeah so ryan's been trying to convince me to go and it the way he explained it is that it's really turning into being the minnesota midwest gaming classic yep um i've and I've spoken on this on the podcast. I've been to the Midwest Gaming Classic when it was in the Sheridan. I think that's the right one. It was the 
pre-downtown one. Yep, that's the Sheridan. Yeah, it was all in one thing. I loved it because I didn't have to. I could drink whenever. I could walk all over the place. It was fantastic. But well, and there were always it, like rooms and stuff you could go into. Yeah, but but then you could go to your room, take a nap, get a drink, bring it down, and then my main thing was I just waited till the VIP time, and then I would get to play all the pinballs in the VIP time. Excuse me, in the in the time, so that I didn't have to play it during public hours. And it was a blast, but now when they moved it, there's all these rules, and I'm just not sure if, how fun it was. So I, I haven't gone, but this sounds right. pretty fun, and I've kind of missed a bunch of uh, years of MGC with a family with young kids. It's kind of hard to schedule this stuff, but I'm I'm kind of itching for that. Uh, I can go talk to a bunch of you know video game pinball people and just get all my gaming chit chat so that I can uh, wait another year to do it again yeah it's it listeners if any of you are in the midwest and you're looking for something to do uh i highly recommend uh trying to come out because it is an absolute blast it's it it's in minneapolis um and it is from august 27th until the 29th so friday through sunday it's a three-day event um, they have board games, arcade games, pinball machines. They this year won't have much VR, if any, uh, due to COVID stuff. But in years prior, they also had like VR areas and they have a, an area where you can go and play any console um, that they have from their little collection. You don't have to pay anything. You just give them your ID. It's kind of like an honor system. Uh, but you can check out any of the retro consoles they have or the current gen consoles and you can play, you know, four player smash or whatever you want to do with all your friends there. Uh, and like I said, all those areas are open 24 hours. So, um, you know, the vendor hall closes, they have concerts that go on. It's, it's a ton of fun. And uh, if Parnell brings his P3 down there, like I'll be bringing mine, uh, you'll even get a VIP ticket, buddy. How exciting is that? What do I get with the VIP ticket? All kinds of stuff. That's it? Just the stuff? Do they get like a sticker? Uh, no. So I don't 100% know the plan, but last I heard it, we were going to be going to Starcade. Uh, and we were going to get drinks and food and go hang out at Starcade and be driven there and driven back. And then uh, obviously we get some other perks, but I'm not going to mention those on the podcast. So, okay. What's yep. Starcade? Is that just another arcade place? Yep. It's an arcade down in the cities, not too far from where the hotel is. And that's uh, like all arcade video games in the, the twin cities. I think they have like a hundred machines there or 130 machines uh, in, in the mall actually. And oh, uh, this is the one in Roseville. Yeah. Yeah. This so that's one. sure. Yep. Yeah. Rosedale. So they'll take us there. I think there's setting up possibly like a food truck or something. So there'll be food and alcohol there that'll be provided. And we'll just kind of hang out and play our, you know, different arcade games than the ones that are there. But I heard that they got like a F zero X connected arcade game racer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And then they just got a star Wars trilogy cabinet. That's going to be there too. Is it an arcade one up one? No, we're talking the real deal. And and they normally have two initial D 
cabinets that are linked and you can play initial D all weekend. They've got a ton of rhythm arcade games that normally end up showing up. Uh, some of them look like they aren't f- like the United States isn't their main demographic, uh, but those are a ton of fun as well. So yeah, no, this is a, a it's a shit ton of fun. Uh, the F zero stuff. I am hoping they reboot that franchise, but uh, I've never played the arcade one. So that'll be interesting. I've played the Mario Kart arcade yeah the mario arcade ones like sort of common the f-zero x one supposedly is like yeah never. pretty rare yeah exactly like the mario kart one you can you can buy almost as common as hydro thunder H2 right overdrive yeah i mean it's more expensive but yes yeah that'll be that'd be sweet but yeah no super excited you know my p3 is going to be there my metallic is going to be there uh probably be some other games from my basement that end up there and uh yeah it's gonna be a ton of fun if i uh you know everything if the stars align i might even have the new playfield module there uh, from p3 to show that off as well i hope we get our next p3 so that we can have it at the show we should see if jerry will let us borrow a cosmic kart racer and me and you hook our p3s up at the convention and do a heads up Cosmic Kart Racing. If by borrow you mean donate Parnell a Cosmic Kart and I'll buy Ranger in the Ruins, <laughs> then yes. I definitely want to play Ranger in the Ruins and Cosmic Kart online. Well, if Jerry was considering before after that comment, he's not now. So <laughs> thank you for torpedoing that idea before it even took off, Parnell. <laughs> uh, it would be cool to see. Was there a Cannon Lagoon game that there had, was, uh, but connected? I think it would be easier and more fun for us to have a second cosmic cart and do heads up buddy heads up multiplayer uh the what? dream was it he was talking about a game uh i wonder if it was i wonder if maybe it wasn't maybe he didn't make it public where there was a game at dave and buster's that was linked and when the shots went different colored you'd hit it and it would add balls to the other game and stuff the yeah. other like p3 yep I wonder if that's just that was not released publicly. I don't think it was. So, and being that he wants to show off games that he's selling, it would make more sense if he, you know, sent us a cosmic cart. So, you know, Jerry, you've got my address, buddy. Go ahead and send me a cosmic cart loaner playfield. And, uh, you know, also just go ahead and make sure you have, uh, you know, your new title wrapped up for me as well to send out. So that'd be. That'd be great. Thanks. <laughs> um, I've been trying to soak up more P3 content on YouTube. And uh, I'm assuming a lot of people from Twitch aren't uploading their videos. Like there's a couple, but there's not a ton. Yeah, I actually need to get my streaming set up, kind of figured out a little bit better. I think I'm going to start streaming. You need to give me that Alienware laptop. Like real talk, uh, and then I can start streaming and yeah, know that quack, my laptop is for you. That's how much he wants. Mm-hmm. Oh, never well, mind. Cut, cut that price out. But yes, yeah. it was COVID pricing on computers because um, someone else wanted one, and so oh. I was asked to find the resale, and I was like, "It's this," which is nuts because that's. 300 bucks off what we paid for him new 
That is absolutely crazy. Zach, uh, instead of cutting that out, can you just make a quack noise instead of like a beep for the price? Uh, thanks. Also put a <laughs> quack here. <laughs> Thank you. Quack, quack here. Quack, quack there. Uh, but yeah, I do want to start streaming my P3 and uh, maybe even get some like head-to-head stuff going on with some of the other P3 owners and uh, live stream or like heads up live stream uh, Cosmic Kart Racing multiplayer. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, there's two things. Let's don't let me forget about the second. But uh, I was rewatching the Cosmic Kart online stream, like the initial one where they announced it and played online four player for the first time. And there mm-hmm. were some hiccups, usually from just one person with bad internet. Um, and that was two years ago? One year ago? Yeah, I think it was one year ago in a couple days. Yeah. Because they just celebrated their one year, I think. And they've had a bunch of updates since then. So it's, ex- it's cool to see the progression. And all mm-hmm. those updates are free. But it was interesting to see uh, all the stuff you miss being able to watch four players on the screen. Like... What you miss, what I mean by that is when you're playing the game, you're not like looking at the other players. And I, I'm so focused on my play field that I miss all the crazy. He's lying. Light he's shows. not focused on his play field. He's focused on the ball. He's not watching any of the other shit that's going on. He's just watching the ball. He's like, oh, look at that ball go bounce. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but being able to see four player, it was super handy to then see all the color changes that happened and uh, Jerry went through and explained how to send items to different people and stuff like that and then dang it where's I going with this I just had my tip my tongue oh everybody had a camera on them and then on the play field and then they were able to hook direct link up to the LCD display yep it's pretty rad they have some really cool stuff and then all the twitch integration Uh, Oh, that was my second uh, thing. So I watched, I think their name is What the Flip. They just got a P3 at their house. Yep, it's What the Flip. And they were playing Heist. And I randomly had time. I don't know if I was cooking or whatever I was doing. But they started streaming and I joined the stream. And I saw the Twitch Connect stuff kind of uh, scroll through on the chat. Like not people doing it, but like how, how to do it. And because they had been saying weird stuff like cow go quack or what, or, you know, cow go moo. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? They're like, oh, Twitch, the Twitch connect. And so I was doing all the barn animal noises. And then I figured out somehow that you can send the armored truck or send a police car. And so I was sending them the armored truck a bunch, but then I'd send the police car. And then when they would brick it, I would be like, dang, that sucks to brick. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, it was pretty fun. It, it is a ton of fun. Have yeah. you have you sent that to people yet? Have you watching a stream? Yep. No, I've sent a police car to Kevin's way. He deserves them. Well, that's not very nice. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. I love Kevin, so it's fine. The cool thing is they don't let you do it in a mode, so you can't wreck. Like they're you, you can't really wreck their game, right? Like if they're in a mode and they need to hit this one shot, you can't send a police car, and then they get screwed. In between modes, you can send this stuff, and uh, it adds to the fun. 
Jerry, I know you're listening to this with bated breath, but uh, can you have a, a Twitch integration to where you can allow up to five police cars to be sent at the same time or six? So uh, when Kevin's thing. playing, we can all just at once send every police car <laughs> and immediately just send wherever he shoots the ball into jail. That'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> the whole bank just rises up. Rise from your grave. Oh my god, Altered Beast would make a great game. And then it, any shot, caught it. Yep. It's going to be pretty cool seeing what their theme is. But um, yeah. I, the Twitch integration is seriously some cool stuff. So kudos to them for uh, you know, being forward thinkers enough to do that. Because I probably am not smart enough to have put two and two together. If I was Jerry, I definitely would have missed that. There was another company that added it. Oh, never mind. Well, what do you want to talk about now? What's on the list, dear sir? I think video games. Holy moly, buddy. I did want to talk about this. E3 starts next week, my friend. Mm-hmm. I miss going to E3. I miss the E3 hype. I miss that. Just It's just like a week of video games. Just new crap thrown at you. Recent years haven't been as exciting, but I just, I, I miss video games. So I'm excited. I'm, uh, I'm not as excited about E3. I think E3's kind of become less exciting than it used to be like years ago, Uh, especially with like how large organizations now have their own, like, you know, either biannual or annual shows that they put on that they want you to watch. It seems like that's when they drop their big stuff now these days. Uh, obviously, the indie devs totally deserve our money just as much, if not more than the, you know, the Assassin's Creed 27. But um, yeah, I'm not as hyped for E3, especially since Facebook isn't uh, dropping any new VR stuff there. Uh, for this reason, I just pointed out they have their own Facebook Connect stuff that they do. So why talk about games at E3 when you can talk about them on your own platform? Because... Facebook's not a gaming company. They are now, though. Mm, then they would be I an know. E3. Uh, I don't know if PlayStation is there, but... Oh, well, they're apparently not a gaming company either, listeners. Everybody pulled By up. Parnell's logic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nintendo is rumored to have a next-gen Switch. I'm kind of wanting excitedly to get one. Only if it's backwards compatible and can hold 60 frames per second. So that's the thought is it will be backward compatible and then it should have more storage, but then it has a 4k like frameless screen. So exciting. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, there's been a couple rumors of some older PlayStation one, two franchises being rebooted that are unknown. And that is ultra exciting. And then I think Xbox had bought, who did they buy? Bethesda or something? Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. But yes, they bought Bethesda. Yeah, so there's going to be some exclusive just for Xbox. And, you know, we probably won't see Halo because that got delayed eight years. It's like Duke Nukem forever. 
<laughs> well, uh, hopefully that stays dead then, because if we learn from Duke Nukem after it's gotten past a point, we just don't need the game to come out. Like it's better to have the good old memories than Halo Forever. <laughs> oh God, I I played Duke Nukem Forever at E3 or PAX or whatever, like before they sold it publicly, and it was fun. But you had to be in the mindset of like '99 or what 2002 or whatever like you had to be back then because the gameplay played just like that but if worse you, if you no, it just played like how it should have played back when like you know halo halo uh half-life one came out like i'll none, agree to disagree with you none there. of the new fps stuff like got put in it so it just played like uh, no, it, it it had weird stuff thrown in it, and you could tell that it had been in production for umpteen years because, like, they had a two weapons limit initially at launch until Did they? Randy decided to come out with the patch to allow you to disable that. So it it had like things that shooter tropes had done over the last like was it seventeen years that all got like sprinkled in at different points, but like the story sucked. And the combat I thought was awful for the story. What the heck are you talking about? Duke Nukem 3D, man. They're going to pay for taking my babes. Yeah. It's not like that much of a story. It was the best part was just blowing up aliens and saving chicks. Yep. That's why I didn't need a story sprinkled in there. Although you get, you did get to drive like a monster truck in forever. Yeah. But those driving mechanics sucked. They were awful. I don't remember the two weapon limit. Dude, I haven't played it since it came out, so I don't I mean, they've since patched that, and you can choose to have a two weapons limit, but they absolutely did have the Halo two weapons limit. Yeah, that's a bad idea. The original one didn't. Right. You could carry all the weapons. (laughs) Um, What else? Nintendo's teased some big games, and then Mario Golf. Mario Golf. Mario Golf comes out soon uh like next week or the week after next i'm gonna pre-order it i think june 25th dude it comes out so many weeks from now yep i'll probably pre-order it it looks really fun i'm hoping it's not the nintendo tennis that came out on switch that was a giant letdown yeah you know what maybe i'll wait until review copies come out and get reviewed first i think they did to review studios like IGN. If it plays like Mario Golf, Toadstool Tour, or older Mario Golf games, totally sign me up. But I don't want like a uh, Wii golfing Mario experience. Like I'll, I'll hardcore pass on that. I, I think from the one review that I did check out, it's like all the good golf things in one. Like, there's a single-player story, there's the online, and then the online scramble, which looks super fun. Mm, yeah, maybe I won't be buying that game at launch then. I I refuse to pay for Nintendo Online. <laughs> oh, well, there's offline single, like, you. there's multiplayer offline. You just can't yeah. play online multiplayer. I don't think, I don't know how they're doing their online. I've It's 20 bucks a year, so it's like, whatever. It's so expensive. Um excuse me that's that's like some pinballs all right i gotta watch my money now you buy the (laughs) the cheap ones off ebay so i don't think it matters 
No, that's only for the chrome, the chrome plated ones for like Joker poker. Yeah, I'll absolutely buy those for that. Ugh, you and you the same place Stern gets their balls from. Get out of here. Uh, no, my balls from eBay still look better than Stern's. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, promise. I had uh, heard about that when I got my Metallica. So I had bought some from like, I don't know, Pinball Life or whatever. And I swapped them in. And then uh, I had... In my hoarding mentality, I obviously kept the stern balls, and even they, I think, started like uh, rusting in the bag after a while. Mm, how exciting! But on route, I forgot if it's Sopranos or whatever. The balls just blown out, and they were super pitted in monsters. Yeah, the stock balls yeah. stern are garbage. The uh, you know some other exciting news. Oh, I have two things. Zelda. I'm going to ramble on. No, no. Hmm. Um, we're changing gears here a little bit. Well, you, you didn't announce it. You didn't announce like the theme change. So the theme change, I'm just going to talk briefly listeners. Cause I don't want to bore you. Cause I know none of you care, but uh, there was a uh, Q and a or uh, Instagram. Ask me anything that uh, Mark Zuckerberg did. And they talked about uh, VR. And that was pretty exciting to hear him talking similarly to Gabe Newell about deep dive stuff. Uh, And for those of you that don't know what deep dive is, uh, there's a anime called Sword Art Online you might have heard of, or uh, deep dive could also be interpreted. I'm sure most of you listening have seen The Matrix. So The Matrix is like a deep dive, except, you know, uh, obviously the rule is you wouldn't die in uh, real life if you died in in the in your deep dive VR thing. But essentially what it does is it like is able to communicate with your brain and you like lay down or take a seated position and then you you go off into the virtual world. But they they spoke about that some more today. Uh, And for the Facebook, that's the first time they've spoken about it. And they also spoke about some cool technology that's very similar to Apple's new watch technology where it can sense what your fingers and hand gestures are. Um, So you can like answer a call by like making a fist twice or like, uh, you know, making different like finger poses with your hands. You can do different things with your watch. They said that same technology obviously is going to fall over into VR. And instead of having controllers, you'll just put these little wristbands on and it'll be able to track your hand and your fingers like perfectly. So you no longer then would need controllers. So that was really exciting news. I didn't know about this until I saw a video on the Apple Watch subreddit at maybe this morning where it must be the new Apple Watch OS or something. Yep. And the guy was doing finger gestures and his watch was doing like you, you could see the muscle movement, but like the screen was obviously going to different menus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I didn't I didn't know if that was built in or if that was like a, an app that they made using that you know sensor on the back. But that that's actually tapping into like your uh, like neural network, essentially. Well, isn't it just sensing the tendons or whatever that are pulling under that section? No, because it the... doesn't cover it doesn't cover the whole thing. What do you mean? All it's actually little... it's it's picking up the electrical signals coming off of your arm. 
Get out of here. No. Now you just. No, I'm telling you, man. Fucking Kool Aid. (laughs) Look, (laughs) I'm not trying to blow everyone's mind here, but there's some. So when you put the watch on, it pricks you, and all of a sudden it's like. It does not prick you. It's 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 not the matrix. Coronavirus vaccine. You you don't have like a, a big hole in the back of your head. It just is passively able to detect the electrical signals going around your body. Shenanigans. Nope. Um, so that's really cool. I mean, kind of scary, Ter- like super exciting and, and scary all at the same time. Uh, cause that's obviously going to be like, <sighs> so it'll be some big stuff, but, uh, that's exciting. And then the other thing that I guess I wanted to quickly talk about was I'm playing the mass effect remastered collection and God damn, do I love mass effect? It's a lot of fun. Uh, are you in it for the story? Yes. <laughs> I thought you were in it just to get, you know, banging. I mean, there is definitely romances that you can have in the game, but that's not at all like what the center point of it is for me. I mean, maybe other people do, but there's a lot crazier stuff on uh, the Internet uh, that you'll find. That's a lot less tame than what you're going to find on the Mass Effect <laughs> scenes that you get when you romance a character and it's not like the witcher where you can romance like tons of people like you i've never played the witcher okay well it you kind of i mean you can between the three games you can pick different people every time but like if you pick the same person there's like a story and a progression of you like continuing this relationship with this person Uh, but you're not like constantly going out sleeping with people which is kind of like the witcher <laughs> the Witcher yeah, gets laid a lot. Oh, well, he is sexy with his white hair. Commander Shepard gets laid right before he's about to die. Go on a one-way mission that's probably going to mean that everyone's going to die. Hashtag spoilers, I guess. So yeah, but uh, I'm absolutely loving it. I'm loving all the DLC because some of it I didn't get to play when I was uh, younger when the games came out initially. Um, so that's been really awesome. I think there's like 40 different DLCs across the three games that were included with it. Uh, so it's a lot of fun to go back and play it. Are you making different decisions based on not wanting to see the same stuff or how are you playing it this time? Yeah. So, uh, historically I played the game, uh, it's called Renegade. So I I was a bad guy. Um, and then the, the good choices or good guy stuff would be called paragon and i always did renegade to the first two games and then the third game came out at launch and i played it and i got about halfway through uh on my renegade same character from all three games and uh i hate to admit this but i ended up like tearing up at one of the scenes um because my character was such an asshole that like I had to turn the game off and I started over <laughs> like all three games. I started over. So uh, I definitely though am seeing due to some of the DLC and the other stuff, I'm seeing new stuff in my Paragon playthrough. Um, and that's like super exciting to get to see that. And uh, the story is changing somewhat for sure. And for those that don't know the three games, uh, 
each game you make decisions. Sometimes they seem like pretty small decisions. Sometimes they're pretty big. Uh, they end up impacting the other two games. So decisions you made in the first one ended up affecting you at the very last game uh, in sometimes a really major way. So uh, that's also been really awesome to go back and play through again. So, but yep, absolutely loving it. Good. Yeah. Are the graphics noticeably be noticeably better? The textures are better. Some of the models I think are going to give me nightmares. Um, but overall they're, they're, they're pretty good. There's definitely a few where I like one of them in particular, Captain Anderson, uh, in mass effect one, I like took one look at him and I immediately like out loud was like, Oh my God. <laughs> Cause he ugly and wow. he was not that ugly in the previous ones. He <laughs> has like this weird egg head and it looks like he's the rock because they put too much baby oil on him and the shadows aren't running across his face right it's it's bad uh but most of the other characters look a lot better than they did in the original games because i have the original trilogy on ps3 hmm. and what are you so, playing this one on uh, i'm playing on the playstation 4 on a, on a normal pleb uh not pro playstation 4 so i'm not even getting you know 4k and the enhanced but I'm still liking it. And I, and truthfully, I don't think Captain Anderson's going to look any better in 4K. Honestly, <laughs> I think he'd look worse. So I was happy with with the downgrade. And he's kind of a, an important character that you see in all three games. So, yeah, if anybody's listening and they haven't played it yet or but are going to uh, Captain Anderson, he's going to throw you for a loop. <laughs> I have debated getting I uh, I have debated getting it. It's not for Switch. So I don't know when I'd ever play it. It's not, but it is so good. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to catch some flack, but I'm just going to say it, and I think I've said it before. It is the best storytelling in video gaming. That trilogy is like it. I'm still not happy with the ending, but uh, the rest of the game, the other 99% of the game, is seriously... Uh, like I said, between the butterfly effects and everything else that end up happening in the game, it's the best storytelling game I think ever, especially if you consider it a trilogy. Yeah, I was after I found out that you were obsessed with Mass Effect, uh, the old co-host Steve loves Mass Effect. And I was like, you guys need to talk about this on a podcast. Um he also loves it and the story. And he said something similar about the ending where he's like, eh, it's not what you want. But right. He was excited about the, the remaster. Still haven't gotten my helmet yet, but you know, that'll come with time. Did you order it? I did. I ordered a life-size wearable helmet. Where? For that commander Shepard would wear. How long did this sound long it's going to take? Uh, no, because I got batch two. I think it's like July or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not. I like... talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, you didn't get like deep rooted. No, 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 no. They shipped the first batch, and my friend got the first batch, and he unboxed it and absolutely loved it. So I'm excited to eventually get mine one day. Nice. Eventually. <laughs> Are you gonna wear it? Uh, yeah, I'm for sure gonna wear it. Not all the time, but you bet your ass as soon as I unbox it, I'm going to plop it on my head and be like, I'm Commander Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I did the same thing with my Doom Eternal uh, helmet that I got in the collector's edition that's wearable. I, I put it on. Because some helmets, uh, like which one is it? My War Machine. My melon's too big, so my ears block. But mm. my my Master Chief, I can fit it on. Okay, yeah. So I didn't have a problem getting the, the Doom Eternal one on. I mean, it's tighter for my head, but I kind of have a bigger head. Uh, but it's not like scraping my skin tight. It's just there's not a lot of like uh, air space, air gap between any part of my noggin and the helmet as mm. I'm lowering it down onto my head. But once it's on, it's super comfy. Um, are you at all excited for the new no. Ghostbusters movie? Oh, absolutely not. What? How come? Because uh, presumably Sony still holds the licensing rights to it. And I don't want to get too bogged down with shit. Uh, but Sony historically does not come out with good movies. There's obviously been exceptions to that, like Blade Runner 2048. Uh, but most of Sony's movies are like pretty awful. I'm not going to deny that they are really good at wrecking stuff, but I feel like <coughs> the last Ghostbusters. <coughs> but this one is supposed to be, you know, like written from one of the actor's sons, right? Or the director's son or something. I forgot how there was a tie, a family tie. Okay. And I think they're going to do it justice. I don't know, though. But I'm excited for it. What about the the new Sonic 2 movie? Oh, yeah, man. I loved the first Sonic movie. That, that was fun. I, uh, I liked it. Mortal Kombat. Talk really... Mortal Kombat. Did we talk about that on the show? I think we did, but, you know. I really liked it. I had a couple little problems with it, but, like, I really liked it. I hope they make more, which I think they are. I, I mean, they already left it open because you got to go get Cage. Oh, that's Johnny right. Cage. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, they got to go to L.A. and get him. So, because no, then they, I, then they teased uh, Ryan Reynolds as Johnny Cage, and that would be hilarious. It, he could be, yeah. If he's uh, done making Deadpool movies, I could totally see it. Well, he's supposedly making another one right now. Right. Yeah. So. What about, did you watch Shadow and Bone on Netflix? No. I watched it. It was pretty good. Mm, and season you? two just got announced. So that's exciting. Uh, the Witcher, I'm excited for Oh my god, when, is that, when does that come out? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know when, but I'm very excited for when it comes out. Is it this year? I think it's supposed to be. God, hurry up. Yeah, and then I think there's supposed to be like a League of Legends. Um, season two? Like no oh wait like a new show oh hang on hang on on netflix there was a dota anime yeah there's supposedly a league of legends one too okay that they were going to come out with and it hasn't come out yet and i hate the game but i do like a lot of like story and lore in it yeah i'm hopeful that the show does it justice because there is a like a, a ton of cool stuff inside of that like whole game. Mm-hmm. But uh, after League of Legends got sold to whoever owns it now, the, the game just went to absolute like crap. So I, I don't play it anymore, but I played it for like nine years before I was like, all right, that's it. I'm out. Like I'm not coming back. So for nine years, that was my, 
That was my crack. Is this the show called Arcane? I think so. It's an event series set in the League of Legends universe? Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, I know nothing about Dota, but I watched the animated, animated series on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Yep. Well, and, and Dota, just like League of Legends, they, they both, you know, I don't want to get too bogged down in those games. Yeah, you told me about games. Maybe not, maybe off but, podcast, but uh, they're kind of in a similar vein. But Yeah, well, because it was two dudes yeah. initially, and then they like split up, and one was like, I'm going to continue making Dota, and the other one was like, fuck you, I'm making League of Legends. Uh, and that's how the two games, like, <laughs> that's the quick backstory. <laughs> it says release date 2021. Yeah. It was supposed so, to be last year. Yeah. So I don't know was, what they're waiting on. Uh, but, fall yeah. of 2021 is the release mm. date. Okay. Uh, I see there is a trailer, so maybe I'll try to link this in show notes. Uh, have you seen Nobody yet? What's Nobody? It's a movie? No. I don't get to do fun things. Oh, well, you need to seriously spend the 15 bucks or whatever it is on HBO Go and watch Nobody. Oh, I have HBO. Yeah. Well, you still have to pay to rent the movie because it's a new movie. Uh, isn't it on HBO Max? I could, I'm not, not going to pay No, it it's on HBO Go. Uh, I don't Plus, know what the fuck it's on. Whatever. It's the thing where you can watch theater release movies. Because like, I didn't pay for Mortal Kombat. Hmm. Well, then maybe you can watch nobody on there. In either case, you need to you need to you have to do it, because if you like John Wick, you'll absolutely love this movie. OK, I think I have you seen Better Call Saul? No. Have you seen Breaking Bad? Nope. OK, well, then I have no easy way to relate to you, the character, the main character. But uh, it's it's essentially John Wick mixed with Better Call Saul. Is it based on that? Like, is it literally, you know, because how Better Call Saul is directly tied to Breaking, Breaking Bad? Bad? It is in no way tied to that stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, but the director and the stunt choreographer, they're from John Wick. So, like, literally, it's really awesome stunt work and choreography and pretty cool cinematography, uh, just with a, in, with a different character in a different world with a different story. Okay, I'll have to check it out. I don't have tons of time. Well, but... you need to set a, set aside like the hour and 40 minutes that it is. Because it's, if you like, like I said, if you love John Wick, you I promise you will love this. It even has a guest appearance of... Uh, John Wick. Uh, Back to the Future, the old guy, Christopher Lloyd. Oh. Christopher okay. Lloyd's even in it. Oh, wow. And it's not just like a quick cameo where he's like, hi, and then disappears. <laughs> like he's part of the movie. Um, hmm. It, it says thriller. So is it scary? No. Oh, okay. Not at all. You don't have to worry about crying in your basement watching nobody. Well, no, my wife doesn't like scary stuff. So if I watch it with her, I can't watch hmm. scary stuff. It, if John Wick was scary, then sure. I guess it's scary, but I don't consider John Wick scary. At all. That was. Because again, it's same director and stunt choreographer. So like a lot of it's going to play very similarly. God, there's something else coming out. There's a ton of stuff coming out. I'm just not excited for most of it. I'm trying to think. I don't. 
I mean, I'm excited for Top Gun if it ever comes out. Oh I'm excited God. for the next James Bond that was supposed to come out in 2020 on my fucking birthday. Uh, but you know, until that stuff comes out, you know, it seems like right now they're just kind of pushing out smaller budget stuff because Hollywood still doesn't trust that they can make their money on HBO go or whatever the hell HBO max thing it is. And in theaters yet. So they keep pumping out like smaller movies holding the, you know, what could possibly be the really, really, really good stuff. So they're waiting until they can box off as blockbuster it. I mean, I guess, but Godzilla versus Kong, uh, still especially considering everything that was going on i think it generated like over 300 million it did the best of any movie during the pandemic but i don't think it broke records of well no it's not not going to break records but i don't think until covid's completely a a thought of yesteryear anything's going to do good and i can't imagine that uh you know (laughs) they're going to keep recording all these movies and then holding them for five years before they release them when things finally like truly calm down a hundred percent. But I also think that movie theaters are kind of archaic. And I think that uh, as much as Hollywood doesn't want to admit it, I think they're going to have to start doing more like HBO max style uh, releases. And we'll see, we'll see how much like AMC and Marcus theater have pull. Right, right. They they do it now where they say, "Hey, it's theater for X Y Z time frame, and then you can go to well, this is pre COVID. Then you can go to Redbox. Then Redbox gets their time frame, and then you can go to streaming services." Well, sure, pay. but if AMC isn't making any money because people would rather sit at home in their yeah. newly upgraded surround sound system basement with their seventy five inch and not hear kids doing kid stuff in the top and the back or a bunch of people talking and crap during the movie. Like, I don't know about you, but a trip to the movie theater, even if it's just me and Chelsea, that's probably like 30 or 40 bucks between like popcorn drinks and the tickets themselves. If we do that, uh, 30 on a cheap day, but yes, like, right. That's the whole point though, is that they're fleecing you for right all, for all your work. No, no, no. I, I get it. And I'm not saying, but I'm just saying like, if I go and spend all that money, I'm a lot of times not getting as good of an experience as if I just stayed home and made a, you know, microwave bag of popcorn and sat on my ass and not had other people talking over me over while I'm watching the movie. But then you're not wasting money. (sighs) Yeah. Well, like I said, I think uh, movie theaters might be dying. Maybe I, I, they need a change up like, you know, where you can drink alcohol. Yeah, but then you're paying 15 bucks for a beer and no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, us cheapskates are not who they're going after. They're going after everybody else who seems to love to blow money. I guess. Yeah, Mr. Laserdisc. I'm, yeah, thank you. The pinnacle of movie theater or movie watching experiences. Um, But yeah, it'll be interesting. And sorry, listeners, I'm sure you guys love listening to your pinball podcast and we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> The viability of movie theaters in 2021, <laughs> but uh, I guess it's just something that we kind of got off on topic on. Oh my god! Speaking of movies, I just saw this news article. Rob Zombie is making a new The Monsters. Monsters, I know. I, <sighs> I, I, I'm fifty fifty because <sighs> he's made a good movie, 
but at the same time, it's like he's had a couple kind of not my kind of movies. So his recent movies I have not liked. It could be good. Could be cool. He could be doing a good throwback. I don't know. Hmm, I guess we'll see. <laughs> I own the original collection on DVD, so I can always watch that in my of black what? and white. The Monsters. Oh, oh. Wow, you're their target demographic. Good job, buddy. I like the Monsters. I watched it with my uh, daughter when she was a baby. Yeah, I mean, I liked watching I Love Lucy when I was a kid. Yeah, we have that too. You know, not not as an adult. What? Yeah. Grow up, Ryan. <laughs> You're not old and grumpy enough yet, I guess. I guess. It's because I don't have kids, I guess. Oh my gosh, yeah. Try having some of those things. See what yeah, happens no, thank to your you. life. Um, oh, the, the only other, I guess, thing is, uh, uh, well, I have two small updates. Um, we got a camper. We've been camping a whole bunch. That's been a lot of fun. Uh, and my air conditioner's fucking broken. And, uh, I'm sweating right now talking to you on this podcast. Cause I think it's like 83 goddamn degrees oh, in my house. Isn't it? And did you open a window? It's like the same temperature outside. Like, let, let me just check here. It was 93 earlier. Oh, it's 81. I'm sorry. You're right. I could get it down a degree if I open the window. <laughs> well, because the temp dropped up here, like, all right, now it's down to 64. Thank yeah, you, see, like, uh, Parnell, remember how I said, uh, there? you know, it's not quite the same living up in Duluth right off Superior as it is living where I live uh, without AC? This is a prime example. You said it's 69 out right now, and it is 81 where I live, two hours away. And it's because uh, you live right off of the huge freaking frozen lake that is Lake Superior. Y- yes. Uh, however, um, this is the only time that I get that nice, cool breeze. Otherwise, uh, we get like 90, and it's 95 in my house because there's no air conditioning because these people thought that that lake ac would take care of it yeah i mean it doesn't but yeah hashtag window fans <laughs> hashtag window units yeah i got i got a mini one coming to help cool our house down do you do you have an ac unit for the window that you're supplementing until you figure out your main ac no are your games safe are they getting humid what's going on probably uh well they're in the basement <clears throat> so yeah, my basement probably, gets humid as heck uh my basement is super humid my air conditioner runs just for 15 seconds before the compressor kicks off so it's attempting to do its job and it is removing some of the small amount of humidity to the air and i do have the fan running so it is constantly circulating the air throughout the whole house uh oh you oh okay you didn't turn the ac off it's just fuck no i die i would die like actually die. I mean, my air compressor isn't really doing a lot except for making a bunch of noise and farting out a tiny bit of cold air right now. Uh, tomorrow we're having someone come out and look at uh, what, you know, we need to do to get a new one, which means that it's going to be at least another week or week and a half of me being ball sweatingly hot. But uh, <laughs> our backup plan to talk about the other purchase we recently got uh, is if the air, if the air conditioning completely goes out, 
we're staying in the camper. He's just going to camp in, in your driveway. <clears throat> I'm going to camp in my driveway and the house can just get up to 93 and it can just go to hell because I can run my air conditioner from my RV off of my house in a pinch like this and I'll be way more comfortable uh, doing that. So, Do you have a, what is it, a 30 amp that it can take? I don't have a 30 amp. I have a 20 amp. I do have a generator too. So, I mean, I have options, but I'm sure my neighbors don't want to hear a generator running all the time. So yeah, one of those like silent Hondas, right? No, I have a larger one. I mean, does the Honda Hondas make- only go up to 2000 Watts? No, they don't. They got bigger ones. Uh, they're not the little briefcase ones and they're louder. The little briefcase ones that are super quiet. Those are the yeah. max 2000. My neighbor has a 3000 that literally dead silent. Yep. And that's still not big enough to run an air conditioner for an RV. No, no, no. But they make bigger. I'm saying they make bigger ones that are bigger sure. than 2000. But they don't make one big enough to run an RV or travel trailer or camper air conditioning unit. Because those require about 3000. Dude, Honda has like a 7000. Yeah. They're what? not the little briefcase silent ones though. Wait. And they're also a million dollars, too. That's another factor here. <sighs> they're only the cost of a pinball. <laughs> I love you, but at the end of the day, uh, I went and bought the, uh, I think, $1,300 generator that is Harbor set up Freight. To, to run a travel trailer. No, it's a... I forget what brand it is. I think it's a Champion brand. I can't remember, though. But anyways, it's a brand that we found had good reviews for running campers and stuff because it has a an inverter built into the generator uh so it's better to run an rv air conditioner off of supposedly so that's what we have i haven't even unboxed it just oh in a box. you haven't used it no you should get the was it predator is that the Harbor Freight one? Uh, yeah, no, thank you. I do have a Harbor Freight in my town, though, that just opened up. And god damn, am I happy about that. Uh, they've been... I mean, I'm not saying they're good tools. No, but if you're doing a weekend job and you just need a tool right now to get the job done, ha! Huh! Oh, <laughs> I buy them for my, like, well, these will either get stolen or broken. Right. But like if... their generators and their wenches have gotten a lot better. Uh, I, I mean, their tools aren't great, but like their screwdriver sets, dude, I can go in there and for $30, I can have the most bitchinest screwdriver set that probably costs like four times the price if I went and got like a Husky set. Is it as nice? No, but it's really convenient to be able to walk in and get some like cheap tools that, you know, I have right now as opposed to having to order them online or something. Let's see. Predator 2000 watt super quiet inverter generator. See, look, it Mm -hmm. even says super quiet in the name. Sure. Yep. I think my champion Max one says that too. They even compare it to the Honda, dude. Of course they do. Yeah, I have a champion uh, 3500 watt generator. I I think I have a 7. I had like a 1400 a couple years ago and we had like a one week of no power. 
and it could barely keep up more than like one appliance at a time. So I would have mm. to switch it from the fridge to the septic pump. And my neighbor had his Honda 3000, which you could not hear. And he's running his fridge, his freezer, his TV, some lights. I'm just like, oh, God. And uh, when my parents were downsizing their house and moving, my dad kind of like had a couple generators that he bought broken and fixed up. And one was like some stupid 6500 or something watt it's a lot bigger but at least i can run like both the fridges because we have a i should say freezer we have a a stand-up freezer for the deep freeze stuff and Mm -hmm. uh you know to to do like the cow bunch of cow meat some pizzas yeah and then uh, the normal fridge and i can run everything now i could probably run a pinball machine Wow. that I think the thing really is how clean is the power coming off of it, you know? So, like, this Predator might be quiet and provide you power for, like, your camp lights. But is it clean enough power to, to use on some more delicate stuff? But that's what reviews on YouTube are for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. That, that, that noise right there, uh, listeners, is Ryan multitasking and not listening. He's just hearing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just don't have anything to add to that conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> Generators are fun, and you hopefully never use them. But then they are great when you need or you have them. Right, right. Well, I think it's that time because I'm sweating my balls off. Like, I'm dying here. That's really what the problem is. I'm internally screaming. At least your bedroom's in the basement, so it like cools off. Yeah, but my my computer room is upstairs. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like when you're done, you get to go downstairs. My computer is just pumping stupid hot air into this room right now, and I'm it's not happy. I'm sure, and I'm definitely not happy. So hey, you know what else? Hmm. Ray King reached out to me. Did he? He's Ray's the guy that he was a listener. He contacted us to talk about P3, I guess, and he played it at your house. Yep. Yep, Ray and his daughter, I'm awful with names. Uh, she was super nice. Uh, we actually found out we'd met each other before, but yeah, they came out and played my P3. They put a pre-order down. Whoop, whoop. How exciting. I I emailed him back because he, he con- uh, contacted me the other day and said, hey, i just let you know, just so you know, Parnell, like we played Ryan's and we put our pre-order in and here's the playfields we picked. And uh, I s- emailed him back tonight because I, I always like think I'm going to talk to you and email him at the same time. And uh, I emailed him back and asked him a bunch of questions, like how he decided he picked the play fields that he wanted. And I told him that I ordered one as well because I didn't want to, after him, but I, I didn't want to miss the boat. And uh, I asked him if how excited he is about the next game. I hope that we hear back from Ray King and, uh, you know, get some input from him because that's always cool to hear. And, uh, I want to thank him coming out and his daughter coming out as well to come play our P3, and I'm glad that they enjoyed it. What? You were on another podcast, you joker. <gasps> I was. I cheated on you. You jerk face. You didn't even... You're supposed to mention I was on someone else's podcast. you got to mention it because you talked about something specific. I did. I talked about the P3. So what happened was, was it like a month ago? 
Did Ugh, I hit you up? Is, I think it was longer than that. Okay. It's been a while coming. Okay. Uh, this has been like a check in with me every two weeks kind of deal. All right. So I was listening. I was I'm pretty sure I was. Well, I was at the time I was driving, but I heard Joel from Just Another Pinball Podcast talk about the P3, and he was. He never he's never played one, but someone local in his town or city has one. He just hasn't gone over there or contacted him yet because of COVID and such. But he was talking about it and he was curious about anybody's opinions and blah blah blah. I was about to email him, but what I did instead was just text Ryan. I'm like, you gotta tell this guy you wanna be on and talk to him about your P three. And I had eventually planned on emailing Joel to talk to him about it, because his concerns were similar to mine before I played Ryan's. Yeah, I think they're concerns that a lot of people have. Right. And, yeah. and anything that anybody has concern is, you just need to play one. You can't take anybody's word for it. Because if you play one, your answers will come to you. And you'll know exactly the excitement that most people get. Yeah. Well, and Joel, even in, you know, after I think the podcast got done, you know, he thanked me and said, you know, I was really impressed with how you're able to answer the questions that I had for you, even the difficult ones. And I said, well, you know, truthfully, I said, I, I hate, I, I don't want to make myself look worse than uh, I probably should here, but these are pretty common. <laughs> like a lot of people that I talk to, the rare times where they reach out to me because they know I have a P3 and want to get my input. These are questions, concerns, you know, whatever you'd want to call them that I think a lot of people bring up and, and try to discuss. So I was like, you know, it's not like you really hit me with anything I wasn't expecting. Does, does your back hurt? What do you mean? From it does. I was moving. So <laughs> well, I was moving the uh, servers around the other uh, day. So yeah, my back does hurt, but. Um, so I'll be curious after uh, Joel, after your conversation. And if he finally gets to go play the person that's near him, and go play it because I haven't the podcast his podcast isn't up yet as no, it's of not. the eighth. However, we're we're gonna assume it's up tomorrow, the ninth. Mm, I think our podcast will probably beat his up, hopefully. Okay. Um it'll be I'll I would love to hear his response. Maybe we could get him on. I wanna hear his response to the P three. After yeah, well, if you it. listen to the episode, he definitely brings up a lot of his uh, concerns and things that he was kind of thinking about. But uh, it sounds like if he goes and plays one, he's probably uh, going to end up buying one, especially once this new title gets announced, because he is a Scott Denisi fanboy, just like we are. And once he heard Scott Denisi's doing it and it's a licensing, he's like, all right, well, if I don't love the P3 already, I'm going to have to after this next game gets announced. Yeah, he has a TNA. And I think he had one, sold it, missed it, bought one back. The same one, yep. Oh, he did. Okay. talked about that on the podcast. Same one. I don't think he has Rick and Morty, but... He does not. Um, he's he's big with streaming on Flip It Out. So Zach yep. Many rotates him a game to stream a bunch. So he gets to play a lot of new Stearns. So he has a lot of knowledge on that. Which is pretty neat. Yes, he does. Yep. Well, sweet. That was I. I forgot about that. I wanted to sneak it in once I remembered. You little shifty joker, trying to get out of that. Yeah, that's me, listeners. I, I just want you guys to know that uh, guys and gals, 
I just want you guys and gals to know that I absolutely love you. And uh, I know I went on to another podcast, but I promise I'm not leaving. So. <laughs> um, we're just going to have to have a bunch of chit chat. Maybe we'll get some interviews on between now and the time that the next P3 drops. Uh, well, you, you know, I don't want to spoil anything yet, but we, uh, you know, hopefully some of you guys like interviews because we're talking about probably having another interview or two coming up here soon. So we got to stop. Stop. Bolo. Chuck. Was it stop chucking and start ch- or stop talking and start chucking? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so bad. You didn't say it right. It's stop chalking and start talking what well yeah i mean that's the backwards but yes you know what i mean cool all right well until next time have fun hey wait no shut up (laughs) thank you you can reach us on yeah facebook's flipping Mm -hmm. and mashing you can email us at flipping and mashing at gmail.com yes where else? Uh, I'm talking to someone about possibly making a Twitter account for us. Uh, Zach. Surprise, uh, motherfucker. also talking to someone about making an Instagram for us. So it'll be like we're real, real people. We need someone internet. to make it for us. I mean, honestly, it's just signing. No, I want there. someone to run it because I'm not running it. Oh. And I know you sure shit aren't. So, no, I'm, I'm talking to people that are going to run it for us. Yeah, but they have to take our pictures then. Yeah. We'd have to send them our pictures, like how my yeah. kiss is just strewn over the floor. Yeah, we, we'll figure that out. That's small stuff. Um, but listeners, it's that time. So good evening, good day, and good night. And we will talk to you next time. Goodbye. Oh, no. Where's the stop button? It's right there. You know you sound like Dracula when you say that, right? Goodbye. Goodbye. Welcome to Flippin' and Mashin'. I'm Parnell. <laughs> You're such an amateur. Whatever. Um, You're fucking dick. <laughs> You're so angry. <laughs> Absolutely. That's what Zach said. He's like, you guys make, you guys compliment each other. And I said, that's because Ryan's an asshole. <laughs> and I'm just this nice person that just gets beat down by Dominator Ryan. Absolutely. Boom, 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 bo